Welcome to On The Record, a guide to English law, the legal podcast brought to you by Glazier Solicitors. Hello and welcome to On The Record. I'm Bethany Bailey and I have the absolute pleasure of having Anas with me here today. Hello Anas, how are you? Hi Bethany, I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm fantastic, thank you. We are going to be spending a bit of time today talking about recovering rent for both residential and commercial landlords. Before we get into that, we are in the fifth episode of our podcast and hopefully everyone's enjoying it. Do you have, have you learned anything, Anas? Is there anything that has been most helpful for you? Yeah, I've been following the podcasts uh, religiously. I think my favourite podcast was the How to Buy a House podcast. I think that certainly was informative allowed me being a solicitor to understand the process associated with buying a house Uh, it it can often be difficult but certainly the way it was broken down it was it was well explained and given that I was coincidentally going through the procedure myself of of buying a house um, it enabled me to look at what I was and wasn't doing to make the process less stressful. Well I'm glad that it's been very helpful for you as well so let's talk about the topic that you specialize in. You are part of our litigation team. Do you want to give us a bit of background about yourself and and the areas that you've been working in? Yeah, I specialize in commercial dispute work, anything between boardroom bust-ups and disputes uh, right the way through to, like we're going to be discussing today, recovery of rental areas. Commercial litigation is, is a wide area and encompasses a number of different fields so it often is an area in which you would have to have a good understanding of a variety of different fields so for example if you're dealing with a property dispute you'd have to be first with property law if you're dealing with a contractual dispute again you'd have to have formed understanding of contract law and similarly if you're dealing with a company dispute you'd have to have a good understanding of company law so I really do enjoy it. Is there anything terminology wise that would benefit the listeners before I start asking you all these questions? Fortunately everything should be self-explanatory. Great. There isn't any complexities as far as I can anticipate at this stage. Great well you know if something comes up we can always look at it then so let's jump right in what can residential landlords do to recover rent? At the present moment, it's kind of difficult for residential landlords to effectively recover rent. Ordinarily, a residential landlord would probably go for possession by serving a Section 8 or Section 21 notice, depending on the circumstances. But there is presently a moratorium which curtails the landlord's ability to issue a possession claim. Uh, fortunately for landlords, residential landlords, this will expire as of the 20th of September 2020 and therefore the landlords should, unless a further extension is imposed, have the ability to recover possession again. A residential landlord can, in the present circumstances, still issue a county court claim to recover the outstanding rent. However, that process can be long protracted and can also be expensive. It's therefore essential at the very outset to seek legal advice uh, to see exactly what the most appropriate way to recover outstanding rent is. Great. How does that differ from commercial landlords being able to recover rent? 
commercial landlords generally have within a commercial lease a forfeiture provision which enables them to forfeit a lease if substantial rent rears are outstanding. Residential landlords don't tend to have a forfeiture clause within a tenancy agreement and even if there is one there is complex law and procedures which need to be complied with before forfeiture can be affected for residential leases but uh, with com- commercial leases it's as simple as when the rent's outstanding you can go and change the locks at the property in some instances or issue a claim in CPR 55 to recover possession by way of forfeiture. Again uh, commercial landlords do have the option to issue county court proceedings to recover rent. This is probably the moment the most attractive looking way to recover rent. You will need to be cautious because this process can be protracted and expensive and it certainly isn't useful if the commercial tenant you're looking to recover rent from doesn't have any assets or the means by which it can satisfy judgment debt. So again, it's essential that legal advice is sought at an early stage. So you talked about possession. Is that when you take back the property for yourself, kick out whoever's renting it? Is that a very simple version of what possession is? Essentially, yes. A residential landlord's possession, claim for possession will need to be predicated on a Section 8 notice or alternatively a Section 21 notice. A Section 21 notice can be served any time after the expiry of a tenancy agreement. A Section 8 notice is most often served when a tenant is in breach of the tenancy agreement and the provisions thereof. So depending on the circumstances, you'd choose the most appropriate way to recover possession of the property. You were talking about for the commercial lease, if, if they broke that lease, obviously each lease would be different. You'd have to look at the lease itself. Certainly, you'd have to look at the specific provisions relating to forfeiture within the lease. These can be drafted depending on the nature of the lease. Uh, certain leases impose an obligation on landlords, for example, to write to a mortgage provider before they affect forfeiture or undertake some other procedure uh, which must be complied with before forfeiture can be affected. Certain leases may impose a different amount of rent. So at what point can you legally do something about rent arrears? Well, essentially, when the rent is outstanding and if the tenant hasn't paid it, then you can look to recover the arrears. Obviously, given we've already discussed that there are presently impediments for a landlord to recover a possession, you'd have to consider an alternative method of trying to elicit payment from the tenant. If we were in normal times, it's just as easy as the tenant doesn't pay rent and that's the point that you can get the process going? In ordinary circumstances, a lease would specify when a tenant must pay rent. If the tenant doesn't pay by the date specified in the lease, there's a common law duty on a landlord to demand the rent unless the lease or tenancy specifically disposes of that most leases actually do dispose of that requirement and then the landlord can recover whatever it is that uh, he or she or it is due. Are there any new bits of legislation that will maybe impact commercial landlords in 2020? Actually yes, the Corporate Governance and Insolvency Act came into force on the 26th of June 2020. This actually restricts the presentation of a debt-related winding up petition 
where a company cannot pay its debts, and that includes rent, due to COVID-19. The creditor, in this, in, in this instance, uh, the landlord, cannot present a winding up petition against the company based on a statutory demand that was served between the 1st of March 2020 and 30th of September 2020. And that could be, unfortunately, for landlords subject to an extension. Also, the landlord cannot present a winding up petition between the 1st of March 2020 and 30th of September 2020. Again, that could be subject to an extension if the government considers it appropriate. However, if the landlord is able to satisfy a court that the company's liabilities to pay its rent has not been as a result of COVID-19, then it may well be able to seek a winding up of the of the tenant to recover the rent. But often, insolvency isn't the first choice for landlords. It remains entirely possible, like I've just said, to serve a statutory demand for unpaid rent, but this option is not likely to be appealing for landlords due to the restrictions imposed on issuing winding up petitions. But it is important if you are looking to recover rent by this means to get early legal advice uh, as uh, issuing a winding up petition can be costly. So in order to try and avoid any of this, uh, do you have any tips or, or things that landlords should know to try and prevent obviously not all situations are preventable but are there things that landlords can do i think presently the the best thing a landlord and tenant could do is engage if the tenant is having difficulties in paying the rent a transparent conversation with the landlord explaining that it's having difficulties and when it can expect to be in a position to pay a lot of businesses as as, as we know have been closed over the the lockdown period and therefore have not been trading or at least trading as they normally would have so most landlords are understanding of that situation the best advice that i can give is have a conversation see what the issues are and see whether they can be resolved without need of need to go to court there are opportunistic tenants who are looking to evade rent by using the pandemic as an excuse although they've been trading and some have been trading at full capacity so it's important to get legal advice at the earliest opportunity to assess what it is you can do as a landlord to recover outstanding rent do get in touch with us fantastic well you've given us quite a bit to think about and obviously things are very different at the moment than they normally would be hopefully we'll be able to get back to some sense of normality and I'm sure we'll look at this topic again when things are more normal, uh, you know, because it's always changing. But thank you, Anas, for your time today. It's been great speaking to you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, we will see everyone later. Bye. Bye.